there's just this vivacious, loving, exuberant energy that comes from a woman who says, yes, yes, I am enough. Yes, I love my life. Yes, I love who I am. Yes, I love how I get to contribute in the world. And yes, I'm starting to wake up to realizing how I make a difference. You've gotten great at divine working, but what about divine living? Welcome to the Divine Living Podcast. I'm your host, Gina DeVee. You're not alone in wanting more. And here at the Divine Living Podcast, you can expect to be part of conversations from women like us who unapologetically dream big and are obsessed with manifesting our most fabulous lives. The conversation starts now. Queen, 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 welcome today to the 100th episode of the Divine Loving Podcast. I am so delighted and so grateful that you are here, that you've been part of the Divine Living community, downloading all the goodness, and most importantly, using the message of this podcast that is basically about you are more than enough, you are more than worthy, you serve a God who is also about more than enough, and we don't need to be the kind of people that are getting stuck in slumps that are low vibe or that are just getting by on mediocrity. Though we all can get tempted and even find ourselves in those emotional places, we do in this community know that none of that is our truth. None of that is our truth. None of that is God's truth. And so we come together today to remember our truth, which is that all things are possible. All things are possible. Now, I don't know about you, but nothing depresses me more than thinking the thought that I can't have, experience, be, or do something that I desire, big or small and everything in between. It just puts me in a bad mood whenever that word can't shows up in my head, from someone else's mouth, from some kind of conditioning, any of it. And I just start to, I don't know, either get depressed and then reach for things that I think are going to make me feel better in the moment that ultimately don't, right? You know, usually for me, it's in the form of either pizza or Chablis or oftentimes both. But I am going to choose a much higher vibration that is not going to directly add to my waistline today. And I really hope that you join me. Because remembering truth is so much more exciting. It's so much more fun. And it's actually what we are meant to be experiencing here. You know, the spiritual scriptures say it's the truth that will set you free. And don't we get that? right? Like when we have fallen into this lack thinking, when we have fallen into the belief that we aren't enough, that we can't have, that someone else gets to shine and experience all the bigness of the contribution or the success or the abundance or whatever it is that you are craving, that is just depressing. It, it just it, it just flatlines our, our flair, our zest for life, our ability to thrive. And we start to believe that these untruths are actually the real truth. 
And then the brain goes and starts finding like, yeah, remember when you failed at that and remember when that one didn't work out and remember when you really tried to put everything into that one and it was still a no and it still didn't happen the way you wanted. And remember, you're only this powerful, not that powerful. And then it's just, it's just crazy making. So today I want you to know that those dreams that are inside of you, they matter, they are real, and they weren't meant for your 10-year plan. Very likely the dreams inside of you are not meant for your 10-year plan, your five-year plan, or even like a year from now plan. I know they say that patience is a virtue, but I think that women like us have done a spiritual bypass with patience. And I don't think that we're using it in the really spiritual sense of things. I think that we're giving ourselves a pass because we've gotten afraid and we've gotten used to playing smaller than what our potential is and our capability is. And then we're like, well, I just need to be patient. I just need to be patient about losing the weight. I just need to be patient about getting to that 5K month or 50K month. I just need to be patient about moving into that dream home. I just need patient to find the right team members. Stop it. Stop it. You can have what you want and you can have it now. God would not have given us the ability to bend time and space, AKA access miracles in a holy instant if that wasn't the way we are meant to live. And so I'm gonna invite you, first of all, to start by dusting off your dreams. That the dreams that you have inside of you, you didn't think them up this morning. Can I just get an amen? Can I get like, they have been in you for a very long time. You have had dreams for financial breakthrough and relaxation. You have had dreams for not just working all the time, but actually experiencing divine living, like getting really great at living. You have had dreams of probably you know, something in the form of your dream nest. We women, we like, a, we like a lovely nest. Whether your nest comes in the form of a castle or otherwise, like that dream home, like it's it's in you and it's meant for you. And, and maybe it's being at like, you know, optimal, you know, uh, like peak physical condition. Like, I don't know a woman ever that said, yeah, my body's just not that important to me. Mm -mm. We'll try and convince ourselves it's not the priority that we don't have time, but we are meant to have healthy, thriving bodies. We are meant to have healthy, thriving bank accounts. We are meant to have healthy, thriving communities and people in our lives that are contributing to like the greater good of all of it. And when we sit there and say, because I, I did this at every single stage, I did it at like, well, you know, I, I can probably get a couple of clients, but not that many clients. And then I was like, this is ridiculous. And then I started to open up and really think bigger. Like I was the one that was blocking God. I remember when I used to, well, I remember at the very beginning when I just used to have like a handful of clients at sliding scale rates that was like less than barely enough. And it became very unsatisfying. Like, you know, I just got stuck in this trap where 
I didn't think it was okay to value me more. I didn't think that it was okay to ask for more. I thought I was just trained my whole life to just, just get by and ask for what you need. And that's created a barely enough mentality inside of me. And, uh, and then I was like, well, wait a minute, if I had way more clients, I would actually serve way more people and I would make way more money. And then that became the reality. And then, then I realized that working only with one-on-one -on -one clients, if I wasn't working, then I wasn't making money. And so there wasn't really a lot of time freedom in that. And there wasn't leverage and there wasn't exponential expansion in that. And I remember then um, when I went from being a therapist then to a coach, I'd start doing small groups and that created a certain level of expansion, right? When there were, there's five people in the group, there was 10 people in the group where I started getting more self-worth around understanding that wealth consciousness is an inside job. It's not an outside job. I kept thinking that if other people valued me enough, if other people liked my services enough, that what, they were somehow magically going to say, you know, Gina, I really ought to pay you more for this package. I really ought to pay you more per hour. No, that's not how it works. It comes from within. I kept waiting for the outside. I kept waiting for permission. I kept waiting for someone else to say it was okay. I kept waiting for someone else to like somehow come around with this magic wand and be like, it's time to raise your rates. And though I'm a big believer in, in be where you're at, yes, just don't be there too long, queen. I mean, like, you know, when I needed to start out at $25 sessions, that's where I was at, not with talent ever, always with lack of self-worth, self-esteem and lack of wealth consciousness and thinking that somehow I was gonna be a better person if I like gave my stuff away for these really low, low rates. And that's where I was at. And then I moved myself to the $50 an hour. And then I moved it up to 75 and 100. And so that's why I like be where you're at. But then almost what happened was every time I started to charge a rate and get it, and then I would up it. And then I would up it because it was committed to the growth. So be where you're at, but don't, don't take too long. So then I, then I remember I was, I was serving these small groups and I was, I was charging higher rates because I've always been attracted to luxury and the luxury form of personal development was very exciting to me that I could bring people either to my home because I was now living in a home that I could actually, you know, facilitate beautiful retreats at or gorgeous places around the world. It's just exciting. The world's starting to open up again. It's like, it almost seemed illegal to talk about travel there for a hot year or two, but whoo, I'm getting all excited myself having just gotten back from New York and having made other travel plans coming up. So that's exciting. And, and then as I started to realize self-worth is about self-permission because God already made you worthy. And it's just about each of us receiving it, like really, really getting it in our soul, in our hearts, in our being, in, in getting that life works based on how you work it. Life works based on how you work it, not what other people say. You are actually the creator. 
you are the one that gets to declare how worthy are you? And you know, worthiness can be such a beautiful, beautiful thing. When you get true worthiness, there's just an elegant confidence about it because it comes from spirit. There's nothing cocky. There's nothing to prove. There's nothing, look at me, look at me, look at me. There's nothing off-putting about it. And there's no personality disorders in sight. There's no narcissism or anything else. There's just this vivacious, loving, exuberant energy that comes from a woman who says, yes, yes, I am enough. Yes, I love my life. Yes, I love who I am. Yes, I love how I get to contribute in the world. And yes, I'm starting to wake up to realizing how I make a difference. And usually the biggest difference that you can make in someone's life, because I know how deeply you care about this, it comes so naturally, like it's almost astonishing to you that it made that big of a difference in someone's life. Like if you're just a natural encourager and you're like, girl, you've got like this, like there might not be anyone else in that woman's life who's saying totally you can do this. Yes, you can hit that 5K month, Elaine. Yes, you can win the trip to Ireland with your ML. Like, like you know, you never know how much of a spiritual lone ranger some women might be in their home environments. It, I'm still amazed at the things that I don't think anything of that end up making this big difference in people's lives. And then the stuff that I think is gonna make a really big difference that I work really hard at, like when I used to do PowerPoint presentations, I was like thinking this is really gonna help people. And like people were yawning in the audience. It was not what made the difference. I'll share with you when I was in New York, and I know some of you were there, it didn't at all occur to me, because like, like what Gina DeVee breathes, sleeps, eats, and dreams in is lifestyle, right? Like picking out a great hotel, this is why my friend Danelle loves traveling with me. She, she is such a great friend. She contributes to my life in so many epic, epic, huge ways. The restaurant selection is not one of them. I'm like, Janelle, we're going to Charles. Like I have every breakfast, lunch, dinner planned, like, like the whole thing. That's what I just, it, it's what I love. And um, so I'm like, Danelle, I got this. I'm like, Soho Grand. We're going to be just in like the middle of like the, my favorite part of the city. Um, we're going to have like kick it off with a white party. There's going to be champagne and this and that and this. And we're going to go on. And I'm thinking the real work, the deep, the, the important things here are like the, the transformational coaching that's going to go on in the room. And there were a number of women that um, I got to like have real conversations with there. And one of them shared, actually a number of them shared that one of the most transformational pieces for them was getting dressed up for the white party. That this was out of their comfort zone or they hadn't done it in so long or they almost just came to the seminar part and didn't even come to the, the, the white party because it was like, so intimidating or whatever it was for them, but yet it's what they craved and loved and, and loved experiencing that part of themselves. And 
to think that that was the piece that like, I didn't even think anything of. Like, I mean, I knew it'd be fun and I'm all about fun because, you know, I don't do anything if it doesn't have a serious dose of pleasure attached to it. And yet it was like the last thing I thought anybody would say. So I want you to think about like what's inside of you that you might not be valuing that much. Is it your natural enthusiasm? Is it your empathy? Is it your care? Is it your love? Is it the way that when someone's with you, you're so present with them that you're just looking into their eyes and you're not looking at your device and you're not distracted and they can just really feel seen and heard because of your level of focus and presence? Is it, do you have a particular message? And it's just like the way that you bring it out into the world is that one unique way that, that other people need to experience. Like, what is so amazing about you? And it's gonna be what comes the easiest. It's gonna be what's most natural. It's gonna be the way God designed you naturally. This whole old dead white man mentality that we modern women have been living by has got to go. Take the bull by the horns, no pain, no gain, just do it. Mm-mm, mm-mm, queen, mm-mm. And it, that's where it becomes so foreign to us that, wait a minute, we can make money pleasurably? We can design our lives in ways that we're creating offers, whether it's with our, our, our debt, the way we're interacting with our downlines or packages that we're putting out in the world or products we're putting out in the world or how we're showing up with our team or our careers, like that this gets to be by our design. Oh, and our timeline, that that's when you remember how powerful you are because you are connected to the infinite. Do you think the, you know, you're sitting there looking at your budget and being like, it's going to take a long time to come up with this down payment for my dream home or pay off my debt or have the money to go on that trip or whatever it is. And God's up there like a long time or like you think it's a big amount of money. I remember, so I'm Sicilian, so God and I have that kind of relationship. And I was in my journal this morning and I was like, you know, going and planning out and like figuring out what I was gonna do and how long that was gonna take. And, and there was a certain amount of money that, you know, for all of us, if you don't currently have it, it feels big, right? Like it just, it does, like when I didn't have $20 to go to a movie, I remember when I lived in Georgetown, $20 seemed like a lot of money. So, yeah, I, um, so I'm being all serious in my journal this morning. Glenn's like, what's going on over there? And I'm like, don't, I'm planning. I'm, I'm like imagining, I'm like dreaming my next level and it was going to require X amount of money. I sat there and look at it. It's like, all right, well, I don't have that amount of money right now for this particular situation. So I'm like, so I'm like planning my thing and figuring out how long it's going to take me. And it, and according to my mortal mind, it was gonna take months and months and months and more months. And on one level, I was actually okay with it because it was the dream, right? I'm like, I, 
on a certain level, if it's your dream, do you really care how long it takes as long as you actually do manifest it? I could feel my like vibration going down, down, down because I didn't really want to wait that long. I just kept kind of convincing myself that patience was a virtue and that I just needed to be okay with it. And then I remembered there was a time when I was a therapist making my $2,000 a month and I would tally up all of my bills and I had my, my car had broken down. So I just got a new car. I got a Volkswagen with a Volkswagen Golf, maybe white and payment was 400 bucks a month. And I remember I, I kept doing the bills like they were going to change if I kept doing it. You know, like when you go and look in the fridge and like nothing looks appealing. So you close the fridge door and then you go back 10 minutes later and you open it up again, like hoping that something new is going to be in the fridge. Well, this is the way I was with my bill. And I would keep tallying them up and they, they would still, um, my, well, my income was still at 2000 and my bills minus the car were at 2000. So it was still at a negative $400 each month. And I remember thinking, if I could just figure out a way to make an extra $400 a month, that would change my life. That's how big $400 seemed for me at the time. And if you're currently, the number doesn't matter, but if you're currently there, stay with me. $400 seems like a big deal to you. It doesn't to God. And then I had to remember, even though there were a few extra decimal points and zeros with my number today, I was sitting there with the same drama. Like, this is a big number. And I was like, but not to God, Gina. And I was like, valid point. And it was like, and then... I scooched up the deadline date by when I thought the money could come in. And I was like, it was so uncomfortable because everything in my system was like, this can't happen. It's not going to happen. You're dreaming. And my brain started telling me all the other times that it didn't happen and it wouldn't happen and the whole thing. And, but I, and I, I held on to this dream and I held on to this financial increment and I held on to this new date with all of my might, and I just eked out, how could it happen? How could it happen? How could it happen? Because it seemed impossible. Like my brain, my neurological pathways were at like a strong dead end, not happening this amount by this time. And I just, and I stayed with it because I know that I am a creator and I know that if God put this dream inside of me, what benefit is it gonna to be to God and the rest of the universe for me to wait months and months and months and months and months and months and months to manifest this dream? That's not inspiring to me. It can't be inspiring to you. Well, it took me forever to manifest this Queens. You know, they're like, right, Gina. Um, like, so I'm like, if I'm living my life to be an inspiration, I gotta access the, the infinite here. So, I, so I, I changed my neurological pathways and I started asking that question and I started like impressing into the universe. 
how can it happen? How can this amount of money come in by this date? How can this? And like literally just like strength grows in increments with our body. I was doing it with my mindset and I was increasing the neurological path was increasing the strength within me. How can it happen? Actually creating the belief as in it can happen. It can happen. So I was asking the question with positive intention, assuming that this does exist on the spiritual realm because ask and it is given. So I was asking for this amount to come in by this date. How can it happen? How can it happen? How can it happen? And I got my journal out and I wrote it out. And it was shockingly simple. I didn't say it was easy, but it was the, the plan was simple. And when things aren't complicated, like simplicity is one of the signs that spirit shows up with, but like the spirit's not complicated. And I was like, whoa, okay, it, would, it will take some work for sure, but it was simple. And then I looked at how many lives would be so positively impact, impacted so much sooner if I stepped up in a bigger way and believed bigger for myself now. And that's when I remembered it was a double blessing. That this desire that's in me, the money that's meant to come in, it's not just for me. It's meant to be a double blessing that it's like breathing in and breathing out. This is where the universe works. That when you, you're given these desires, there's a scripture that says, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. That means that your desires are so closely linked with the divine. When you're going for your desires, you're going for the divine who put them in you in the first place. This is where life gets so exciting and so abundant and so miraculous. And then this is where you start to hear all the stories. And then this is when you start to become one of those women that you used to watch being like, oh my gosh, that's amazing for her. And then you realize, oh my goodness, it's amazing for me too. Queen. All right, woman, ask and it is given. That is right. I had so much fun and such big transformations occurred at the Divine Direction New York City event. I have opened up kind of a world tour for more locations coming to a city near you. That's right. We are going to be in Italy. Oh my gosh, at the most glorious location. In October, we're gonna be in Chicago in November, and we are gonna be in South Florida in December. So check out divineliving.com forward slash direction, or the link is in the show notes, and a whole white party soiree is how it kick off the Friday night or whatever the first night is. And then the next two days of solid training, coaching, transformation, being in the room with high vibe women from around the world, in these elite kind of mini experiences. Uh, I mean, it's a big experience, but it's a mini event. 
I am so, so, so excited to welcome you there. So check it out. There's only 50 spots per event available. Uh, so if you want to meet me in Italy or Chicago or South Florida, the options are now open and you are in the early bird special pricing time. So snag your seat, get it reserved, and I can't wait to see you in real life. Mwah.